Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. And I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Hey guys, um, I have been starting it off saying it's Monday, bitch, but I know some of y'all don't get to us till like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, um, happy day of the week. That's just what I'm going to say. Um, I am super excited about this episode. Um, we are actually sitting across from one of our listeners who emailed us, and I loved her story so much I brought her in the studio. But before we get started, y'all know this is Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Peg the Stallion, and I am with my lovely co-host. Hi, I'm Wheezy. And... We have an amazing um, guest today where I guess before we do, I, we'll let, let them know a little bit who you are and then we'll get right into the shits. Okay. So introduce yourself and let kind of our listeners know your status. All right. not, not, not that status, but <laughs> like your um, sexual ah, orientation. Gotcha. And yeah, no, no. <laughs> She's, know, she's right? a legal U.S. citizen. <laughs> no, yeah, right. No, you're not born here. You know, we're not worried about ICE or anything. But um, no, just introduce yourself to our audience. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm Carolyn Tony. Um, I write a sex blog called Tales of Tony about my dating life and um, dating polyamorously, non-monogamously, and I'm biflexible. Biflexible. What does yes. that mean? That means that I do not need pussy, but I like it. So from time to time, that's me. Yeah, like I don't need it, but I like it sometimes. So if oh I can get it, God. I get it. If I don't, I don't. There's a word for that. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's my word. <laughs> I think okay, we know. Right. Talk about it like fluid. Like maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially but, fluid. Okay. Yeah. Biflexible. Yeah. Okay. I like I think that. That works better. I like that. Well, um, that explains a lot because I'm definitely bisexual. Yeah. See, like, you require it more often. Like you like it and you want it often and all the time. I, I think about it a lot. Yeah, see. Um, see, yeah. If it's there and it's like, ooh, we're drunk, we having fun, I'm going to eat your pussy, but I don't just be much. like, ooh, I want to eat pussy now. Do you fuck girls sober? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> don't come for me. I don't think I'd be sober. I, but when I drink, I really turn gay. Like, I like women when I'm drunk. <laughs> Is, is that, wait, what, 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 Wheezy? You looking real judgy over there. <laughs> I'm not what judging. I'm, I'm just thinking like. Yeah, I don't think I've been with one sober, honestly. Like ever? In a threesome. Wow. I mean, 
Yeah, wow. Yeah, I know. Now that you said that, I may, I may need to think about this. <laughs> this may be something I need to bring up in therapy. Nah, I can have pussy at 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah yeah no not me i'm not gonna lie like so this may be unless something, day drinking happens I, and then it's 2 p.m and then you're drunk it's fun it's, it's funny because i'm starting like a list of things like with these conversations even a, a, a episode and conversation we just had of of how i view relationships i'm literally starting a list of maybe ta- like topics i do want to tackle once i find the right therapist mm-hmm. um and especially because i've been talking to joe a lot and he thinks oh my god i do nothing but deflect my problems and he's like <laughs> you need project or yeah project deflect whatever he be saying and so even with his patients interviewing fucking Nicki Minaj mm. I said did you learn that from therapy because if so <laughs> sign me the fuck up because that nigga had like mm. I was just I could not so before we get into our vanilla shit I know y'all are just like damn y'all poly bi flexible she eat pussy okay but what makes her special why did y'all bring her on because everyone be like bring me on the show and Weezy and I will be like well what makes you special I'm fun I have sex <laughs> no, and I like it a lot the best email we ever got was a girl that I said I literally wrote back she did what makes you and your best friend so special Listen. she's like we are just a ball of fun we are hilarious <laughs> We do so much ho shit and everyone thinks we're crazy. And I wanted to write back and say, have you listened to me and Mandy? Because <laughs> that's pretty much who we are, bitch. And, and what would add to that? She's like, we've just got the best stories. That's literally, and we were like, uh, no response. You know, uh, yeah. you really have to, to, to like seriously like dive in with somebody about like, what story like tell me a story please i'm starting this new podcast about drunk storytelling and just <laughs> gathering content right it really comes from people in bars they're like dude i've got the best story i'm like okay tell me fuck this girl she threw up in my apartment you think that's it you think <laughs> that is not that crazy but people no. like and that's yeah, the no. thing like what's subjective to crazy mm-hmm. like yeah. we've had people on here who like like to fuck shoes, right? Bro, the yeah. wine, wine bottles, bottles in, in your the asshole. Ass. A hamster blended. I saw that in Jamaica once. Oh god, you saw it in Jamaica. Yes. So me and my friends went to a trip. We went to Jamaica for my friend's birthday, and we went to this nightclub called Shades. Oh, okay. you didn't and see this at Hedonism? No, I saw this in Jamaica at a club. In a nightclub. club. Nightclub. A nightclub, and not a sex. sex. No, a, wait, a strip club. Whatever. Oh, okay. So between sex on stage, some lady, not her ass, but she brings out a champagne bottle of sparkling whatever and sticks it in her vagina. That was Andre, bitch. And then it goes in there and she squirts it out like a fountain of vagina juice mixed with champagne juice. It was It's funny because that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly and, yeah, when we left um, the pussy show in Thailand. Yeah. She did it with water, but as soon as that bitch started squirting us at the bar, we said, oh no, we're done. We just <laughs> wanted to see you maybe ping pongs. We did yeah. the ping pong. I would rather see water? someone squirt no, water bro. than champagne. Yeah, yeah. why? Well, I'm, I'm such a bad, like, pH over the, That's what I'm, I mean. I don't the, care about her pH. It's champagne. Yeah, but still, it, it, for example, like, you know when you watch something and you're, like, affected at what's going on with them? Like, so, mm. like watching an accident or, like, watching something that's painful. Like, just knowing there's that much acidity. Think about when you yeah, swallow yeah. champagne really fast. Yeah. How you feel that. You burp it right up. Like, think it come right up. Your pussy probably <laughs> stings, like bro. It's, it does. Yeah. It's, wasn't, wasn't. I had to burp just thinking about so, it. So, but, but <laughs> before, uh, again, why um, Carolyn is, or do you want to do Tony or what? Carolyn. Okay. <laughs> while, while she is an amazing guest and also fits right into the horribleness of this show, um, one of the things that really pointed out to me in her email 
Would you like to share it or am I okay with saying it? You can say it. Okay, so <laughs> um, one of the things that pointed out, not only is she poly, not only is she into um, the casual dating and having multiple partners and enjoying sex clubs like myself, um, in her blog she shares that 10 years ago she found out she was HSV2 positive, um, which is the herpes, the, um, herpes simplex. Um, and so... If you guys know, we've already done an episode on herpes. So this is not going to be a herpes episode. However, there's so many other things that you can have when you um, are out having sex, when you're at sex clubs. If you are in a poly relationship, if you're just having sex with one person, you can mm-hmm. catch something. So this conversation will lead more into having that conversation, how you open up to your partners. And we're literally going to dive in on all the goodness that you guys have even emailed into us on, hey, I have this. How do I tell my partner? Mm-hmm. So the first. Um, OK, girl, I'm, I'm going to call <laughs> you right back. I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> my homegirl staying at my house while I'm gone. So, so for the vanilla shit this week, this one I think ties to a lot of us. And I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. A sex researcher revealed the number of partners that your brain can handle dating at once. So there was apparently a study, it says, with Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, and various other dating apps at our fingertips, the number of eligible romantic partners has become almost too high to count. However, according to a sex researcher, endless options isn't necessarily a good thing when it comes to dating, as our brains can only handle a certain number of partners. Um, Let me see if they say the actual number of partners that they said. Um, It's, of course, dealing with getting to know multiple people Mm -hmm. at once, having emotional connections to numerous people. You would say two to three? I think it depends on your emotional capacity, but I know three is enough. Right now I have, you know beard-based scissors and only room for one other person really so here's my question because they say that the concept of over dating is actually hindering someone's chances at finding love do you feel like these dating apps are hindering you guys from finding love or dating multiple partners would hinder you from being in love no 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 i don't i think that's (laughs) a really asinine answer Think about like, I mean, look, I was in sales for what, eight years? Literally, it's all a numbers game. Okay. You got to hit it until you get there, right? Like, I don't really think that just because I'm not focusing on one person, I'm, but I am also a firm believer that like what's meant for me is meant for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Agreed. that I can make somebody want me. Right. I don't think yes, that like, exactly. you know, I could, you know, work on a relationship to make it better because in the end it might fail because you weren't the person for me. Mm-hmm. So no, I think when you meet that person, you meet them. I also think there's a reason for over dating because that one person is probably not satisfy- satisfying all arenas. Exactly. Whereas like we're starting starting to learn that like through non-monogamy you can have a partner or partners that do it all i mean right that's why i have beard bay and scissors and someone else right like right. That, that i'm dating because they all fulfill different areas so that's what mm-hmm. um the dating guru james priest previously told the independent that over dating is counterproductive because rather than focusing on someone who might be a great match you'll be thinking about the next ones so when dating, whether you're poly or dating and where you want to be monogamous, if you're dating multiple people, do you find that, OK, because this person doesn't satisfy this instead of trying to find a compromise or like you said, you just seek it in someone else? Does that seem counterproductive and trying to actually just find love mm-hmm. with 
maybe one person. That, like, you get well, what I'm saying? Yeah. I was monogamous for almost all my life. I only recently stepped into the poly non-monogamous What's training. Like, like this year. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, like this year. Um, and even with my relationships and trying so hard to be monogamous and trying so hard to be like, to find this is going to be my love of my life, it didn't work. There was always something that was missing. There was always something that wasn't fulfilling me. There was always something I wasn't happy about with the relationship. I was either sacrificing what I truly love for myself to make them happy or they didn't like what I liked so therefore I just kept that to the side or I only did things with my friends or only things here and wasn't my full self in the relationship Oh, so I was like I decided that it wasn't for me were you raised in a household where monogamy was the only relationship option that you knew of I knew I mean I used to watch Real Sex when I was young so I always oh, okay. knew you Robin Bird Real Sex I always knew that it was out there Sue like, Johansson taught us all exactly <laughs> but I never adapted it but I knew very young that the idea of having one person forever like wouldn't you get bored with that that was always in the back of my right. mind but you're told to find one person and be with one person and stay with one person forever and being with this virus once I contracted it was like you need to find one person that's the only person you're gonna date for the rest of your life and it was just like well, this didn't work many times over. This was bullshit. So mm-hmm. eventually, so who who actually told you that when you when you found out that you were positive with HSV? Mm-hmm. I know, like I've I've had friends that are like, "Fuck, I have it now. Yeah. Now my dating life is over." Um, were you pretty much told you, you need to find someone else who has it now and y'all live happily well, together and that's it? Or like, well, no, that's not what happened. So I, I'll give a little backtrack. I was very much a free spirit, as I like to call it, prior to contracting herpes. I was living my best life. So like a hoe. Yeah, pretty much. I, I like to call it a free spirit, though, because this sounds like You can say a spirit is, but <laughs> niggas know what free spirit free means now. We got to have a plenty of fish uh, username. When I lived in Orlando, that was free spirit 407. <laughs> nice. And years I later, it. I was like, I let but, them know, but they yes. know they know, know what, what free meant. spirit is. Actively yes. single. I also like one of my my homegirls said that she's like we're actively single. That works too. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, I was in a I was in a series of like halflings, whatever. Then I stopped. Dated one person for a long time. He didn't want to commit, so we broke up. Okay. I took a long hiatus of just being by myself. Long meaning three months. Then I got into a relationship with someone. On the heels of that breakup, that's when I contracted herpes. I.e., he transmitted herpes to me and I was my response was are you fucking kidding me for all the people that I fucked and sucked it was when I'm in a relationship that I contract this fucking virus wow so it was it was really just a shock to me because I'm like well that if I would have got it before I would have understood I'm like oh that makes sense that makes sense I was just like are you kidding me (laughs) and then so I didn't necessarily go straight into like find me a herpes partner because I didn't know that platforms existed. Like there are many dating apps, there are yeah. communities, there are Reddits, there are Facebooks where if you are positive and you just want to date someone positive, it'd be easier for your psyche. It might be cuter, you know you what I'm saying? Because they that. ramp it. Enough people want to fuck, so it's just like yeah. But even but even our guest um, Ella, who mm-hmm. who came on and talked about her experience, One she contracted it turned her off down. the first person she had sex with. Yes. So yes, it's like it doesn't lot. matter if you're a free spirit, and it doesn't matter if you're losing your virginity for the first time. It is mm-hmm. a virus that it's human. It's a human virus. And it's a, and it's skin to skin contact. Yes. So even if you're safe with it, mm-hmm. even if the person has on a condom, if especially we're a whole open orifice yes. down here. Yes. Is, <laughs> if there's anything skin particles mm-hmm. that get in and he has it, it's very possible yeah. regardless if you're safe or not. And exactly. it's so much yeah. easier for women to contract. Yes, because, yes, because we're more open and more right, right, right. Like we don't really have all of our genitals, are like more like an internal thing. Yes, but not only that, skin. I was even telling Benson before coming in, as much sex as I've had with as many partners as I've had, 
I probably think the safest condom is one that none of us really have used. Or if have any of y'all used the woman condom before? I've used it once. I hated it. With Did you? Passion. It's like a. It literally covers their whole fucking pussy, and it's like a bag that goes yeah. inside you. But no, I haven't, I haven't yeah. used one, and that's probably the one that would be the safest for us as far yeah. as contracting. Stuff. I did well, try to put it on. Did and then you? Yeah. We just laughed. Well, the thing is, there is weird. There's two yeah. locations where you can contract. The, I mean, downstairs it's a gen- It's all called genital. All that's called oral, um, or upper, whatever, whatever right. have you. I actually, my virus actually is on the pubic hair region, so a condom doesn't even make a difference for oh. me specifically. Versus some women can have it internal. Yeah, and I don't. Not I want to say thank God or luckily, but like I don't have it there. I have it on top, which means that. I just no, have, yeah. I really have had to, to be, pick. Yeah, right. I, it's like I can, but I can. I know that the area is afflicted, and I can do what I can to prevent transmission. But so in this case, which I'm like guessing here, mm-hmm. so the lady who does my waxes, right? Mm-hmm. She always like we. I've been going to her for two and a half years. Shout out to Usha. She told <laughs> me like, you know, make sure that you aren't having sex the first day I wax you. Your pores are so open. True. Like, do not. She's like, even if you know him, she's like, know him well. Damn, that sounded bad. Yes. But she was like, even if you know him well, she was like, because it's really, really bad for bacteria. You're so Mm -hmm. open. And hair on your genitals actually provides a A barrier. Uh, Oh, Yes, it's safer. That's what it's there for. But the, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a protection thing. It's there for that. Yes, it's there for that. I didn't know that. Hair, yeah. It's it's to protect you. But I think to the other thing is it, al- it also holds smell. It holds yes, smell and bacteria. That's why I get rid of it. Sweat. <laughs> yes, I mean, I think for a lot of us, it has definitely become a more hygienic thing. But also, if you just look at the porns, and because a lot of us do watch so much mm-hmm. porn, hairy bare. puss isn't the thing anymore. So yeah. it's bare. I mean, now. frankly, I don't like looking at myself with hair. At least on on like. And in the front part of my pussy, I'm fine with like if it was like a strip. Yeah. But like, I eat the pussy. Lips. I get yeah. it all the way. It's from I Me get too. Brazilians every three four weeks because my head doesn't grow back that fast. Every three four weeks I'm there. Same. All gone. gone. And I and I think that you know it's interesting to know that like with pubic hair. So really, so many men don't shave down there. Mm-hmm. So a lot we, of mine do. So what are we supposed to do? Weed through? A lot of mine. I won't lick my ass. <laughs> I'm not licking your balls. And then for men, like. The hair sometimes grows even up the shaft of yes, the dick. Yes, it does. So y'all be thinking we can't deep throat. No, bitch, we just don't want hairballs. Yes. Like, uh, the, uh, and yeah, yeah, I really dislike it. I lived it. with a dude for like, I don't know, like maybe two years, a year and a half. And I remember he had like this mark on the shaft of his dick. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I thought he had an STD. And he was like, yo, like, I've been shaving my dick for a year. I don't know how he didn't know this. Oh and God. I was like, bruh, you have hair on your dick, dick? Yeah. <laughs> Never knew. Yeah, up. it does. It goes yeah, up it like a up. fucking tree trunk. <laughs> like bait, like vines and shit. Like, that shit is yeah. awful. I'd be like, I'm not I'm not deep throating yeah, you. And your hair bit. is halfway up Bro, your nothing shaft. is worse than doing this. Yeah. Going in and oh, like, no. Uh, or really trying to stay sucking the dick because you're in a rhythm. And at the same time, you're trying to do <laughs> extra spit to get the piece of hair yeah. out your mouth while you stay in motion <laughs> of sucking dick. I know, front. I don't, be, I don't that, feel bad. I... I just be like, like, excuse me. I'll, I'll, I'll use like my hand like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you gotta, gotta keep it going. That's, you gotta keep it going. Yeah, that shit is awful, man. So, for the for the kink of the week, um, the kink of the week this week actually relates to, I guess, even a segu from the dating app um, yes. culture. <laughs> um, but anonymous sex. So, mm-hmm. anonymous sex is a form of casual sexual encounters. In the style of a one-night stand, the participants have little or no knowledge of history of interaction with one another. Unlike many other forms of sexual interaction, there is no emotional attachment involved in anonymous sex. 
So I tie this because I know that we haven't done this with Vinny. No, he does that all the time. We talked about it with him. We talked about that with also glory holes too. Mm -hmm. So with this, I wanted to bring it back to more so of the dating app culture Mm -hmm. of because I know Grindr and Tinder started off that way Mm -hmm. as just wanting to fuck new people. And now we turned it into dating Dating. Yes, when it's actually still looking for someone. um, A dating is an umbrella. Yeah. To meet new people. Dating is an umbrella. Yeah. Nowadays, I feel. Yeah. Because, for example, casual dating, you could say, means you're just fucking and eating food, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so what do you have with 24-7? What are you going to call it, friends with benefiting? Yeah, but I don't say, like, to me, if someone... You have been... If if me and 24-7 were to stop talking today, if he got brought up in conversation, I don't ever think I would refer to myself as having had dated him. I don't use the word, I was fucking him for 60... Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I was yeah, I, and that's just the thing. I don't know what word I would use. But have you ever gone on dates? Um, him taking me to the studio wasn't a date, so no. Oh, <laughs> damn. Okay, well then I guess not. That's <laughs> that. No. <laughs> I mean, we we I think we got a bite to eat before, and like his mama made me a plate, but like <laughs> it wasn't no like date date for real for real. Like no, we just Hold we on, have sex. in six years y'all have shared one kiss and no dates. Yeah, that was me for He's, about ten years. I've been fucking him. Damn. And he's local, so it's like I've seen him. Like we're here already. Like, and I've had school, I've had work, I've had this podcast, especially for the last two and a half years. Yeah. I just want to fuck you. Like, if I know we're not gonna be anything, what do we need? Yeah. What do it's I need to go on dates with you for? I'm gonna for. spend that for someone I want or someone that I'm gonna be intimate with. I just need to fuck you I because that's when I would get this start. Release. If we were going on <laughs> dates, that's where I would be confused as to what role he plays in my life. Mm-hmm. But because I don't confuse the two i know that i don't want to be with him we're we're not talking like we're going to be together and we know that we enjoy each other's sexual company so why why we gotta complicate shit and go on dates because then when we start going on dates when we start having life conversations now damn now i'm really gonna start liking you which is Mm -hmm. why we talked about how you like your open relationships and how you want them to take bitches on dates if i had a nigga and i knew he could fuck other bitches that would be the number one thing don't take that hoe on no date see because the main thing that i have you like emotional connections right but i also feel like there will be more i don't know it's weird i i get conflicted with this because of course there's some jealousy and knowing Mm -hmm. that someone likes someone right but i do feel like things are more substantial and meaningful like i don't want a nigga that's out here you know, I don't want to walk into a bar and there's like 10 bitches you fucked. I would prefer to know that you've had something more meaningful stronger. with that person than just a bunch of bitches that said they fucked my nigga. Like, but see, he's not he's not he's my not, nigga. Yeah. And so that's why. Well, even, right. I'm saying with my open relationships. But that's also why in six years, I'm still very adamant. And both of us are in agreement with using condoms mm-hmm. because I know when you travel and you do you and you got your situation that you're fucking other people. And even though I've he's been the only person I've fucked since April, in his mind, he really think I be out here fucking too. <laughs> so because we're both out here and we know that we both have other sexual partners, why like there's no reason to even bring that into yeah. the mix of now. I mean, if you're wonder. not interested in it, then you're not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he gives me the sex that we have. Condom, I don't, if we didn't have a condom, Jesus Christ, I don't know how much better it can get, but I'm <laughs> orgasming, I'm coming, like, Those two I'm not drying up. <laughs> I was thinking that. Uh, am I, wait, is orgasming and coming, is not, okay, so I'm orgasming, I'm creaming? Because to me, when I say I come, it's not an orgasm. Orgasm is like so much more. It's like when I shake a whole lot. 
But when I come, you can, I'm like, you might need to put huh. a word before it, like intense orgasm. Word? Yeah, because when mm-hmm. I'm having an orgasm, it's I'm always same. like, oh my god, I'm about to come. Yeah. Oh, so I can't even get a word out because bitch, I start shaking. And I would, I was, I said something on the live. I ain't gonna say it because it's probably problematic. It is problematic. Oh. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> if you say the M word, it's right not now. the M word. But we was just joking because I told you. For, so the last time we had sex, I I actually squirted. Like it all went. So I went from the Jigglypuff Pokemon to Squirtle, and then we. <laughs> Because now I say my pussy is squirtle, bitch. Because he made me squirt. And he's like, but you've squirted before. And I'm like, not where it came out. Like It's like it. he popped a bubble and it went. I was everywhere. never into cartoons and I'm not into it now. Oh, well, anyways, <laughs> my pussy went from Jigglypuff to Squirtle. And then like we were just talking about how I come. And he said I had Parkinson's pussy. <laughs> that's no, not it's not appropriate but I really be shaking a lot when I come yo that's mad funny <laughs> so he said I had Parkinson's pussy oh and my I was God. like damn you <laughs> ain't shit nigga you gonna get trolled for this I know don't troll me <laughs> I if you have someone in your family this was not offensive I'm sorry I'm just bringing in an intimate conversation that we had and I was like nigga you not shit yeah, I feel bad for that remember when Akash made a comment about the girl with Lyme disease yes and what did he like, saying? Mm. I don't know cause that was a, it was a bonus whatever it was it was a real good bar but (laughs) i mean look i i'm a shaker too and i have an embarrassing shake oh i shake mm. and push him out so So, yeah yeah. you know brooklyn bay whatever we gonna i don't know his name yet you you made up four different nicknames for the same nigga old bay (laughs) i don't know but basically january bay met you at a party bay brooklyn bay nice house bay can we get a goddamn name for this nigga (laughs) Uh, the bay with the nice apartment I don't want to call him Old Bay because he looks young ooh like Old Old Bay Bay seasoning oh we gonna call him crab oil (laughs) no we not (laughs) (laughs) let's do it bitch (laughs) okay so Old Old Bay Bay. (laughs) seasoning the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com I won Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Nah, so I love Old Bay. the boils. I had a really the bad shake, like the last time we fucked, right? But I didn't want to like let him know how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Damn, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I missed all this story. 
Okay, it's five in the morning. I want to give some context here. He fucked the dog shit out of me. His homegirl was over. We were all getting fucked up smoking. I was like waiting to fuck, right? Because I'm like, damn, is this bitch going to leave? So finally, he tells me to go in his room, wait naked. She leaves. He comes in, and I know this nigga was tired. Fucked the shit out of me. I came so hard. You know when you like squeeze the dick out? Because you're shaking too much? Yep, that's how it it happens. crazy 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 shakes and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i need a minute he's like it's okay you don't have to you really need a whole minute bro i couldn't i couldn't handle it like my body was so tense i, I need to become so, too much. so yeah. i came so hard and needed about two or three minutes that by the time i thought he was gonna fuck me again that <laughs> on top of me oh yeah nah i gotta fell asleep on top of me and i don't know if you guys remember sex in the city when uh-huh. charlotte knocked on the door and she's like he fell asleep and me. she's like it's okay she's like what well, has it ever happened to you <laughs> bitch I, and i you know what a part of me was embarrassed to tell that part but then i thought he really used all his last energy before he fucking felt he really did good. and i was so dedication grateful that oh is. i cleaned that house when i woke up that is <laughs> I, I was like, oh, good morning to you. Yeah, that's really, no, you're right. That's but nice. I mean, it, it was intense. And if maybe if I wouldn't have let him like, you know, I, maybe if I wouldn't have waited three minutes, he wouldn't have fell asleep. That might be part of the old bay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I know is he put that motherfucking goddamn work. That dick's so good. I'm trying to share that oh. shit. Oh, that's, <laughs> so that's what it. I did with 24-7. <laughs> I literally be like, but I only I'll only share his dick to like my friends that don't live here because I don't want them to get into it. Because I'm not splitting I'm my not time with you. I'm not splitting my routine. routine. I'm yeah, not splitting sense. my time that with you. Sense. But like he'll go out of town and I'll be like, girl, he coming to your city. You want me to put y'all like in a group chat? And he be like, your friend really that like we be talking he be like you know I know I want them to know so we can talk about, talk about it. it I want them to let me flex like, on I hoes. literally the, th- the one threesome I had with him with my homegirl I only had it with her because I knew she was leaving New York and moving back to the west coast I said bitch no threats. join me you're leaving <laughs> you, no I worries you need to be far away but yeah. come on this one oh, time you're going to have some you're fun you're going to the west coast oh yeah girl come join us you know I, I'm, I guess I'm concerned about how good the dick is and how good the sex is I want to say because pussy to he was telling his homegirl that was at the house while I was in the kitchen how I was like top what did he say he's like yo like the head crazy top don't you three. love when you get that accolade yo, Wait, I did. So he was Surprise telling his homegirl this you think he's trying to have his homegirl join in with you no 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 I wasn't even that type no. of energy I, I don't think she's into girls either and we weren't into each other but like she had just met me and like he was saying to her while I was in the kitchen like oh ain't she cool she was like yeah she is he was like yo top three and I'm sitting there like <laughs> <laughs> But that sex is good as fuck. And I'm scared, bitch, because like we be fucking talking about how good the sex is. And he'd be like, yo, I know you about to act crazy. I'd be like, nigga, you about to act crazy. He's like, you about to be my favorite. I'm like, favorite, nigga. You got options. But yes. I know he do Look, good dick. Should, when the dick is good, the when the dick is good, you just have to realize, I ain't gonna lie, 24-7 dick. So I'd be like, you don't, do you give it to everyone like this? <laughs> you, like, you monitor like, it. You know, tell me you fuck me I like, feel like, honestly, some of them bitches are undeserving. Like, you just need to give them regular dick, but Bro. you can't be fucking them hoes <laughs> like When that nigga told me. me he had work to do when I was trying to get some dick, I was like, I know he's lying and it's okay. Because I'm <laughs> yeah. going to take the lie. It's okay. It happens. The next time, just let me know when you're free. Let me know when you're here. I'm, here. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready whenever you want. I am <laughs> grateful for whatever I can get. Let me tell you something. We went out to eat and I was like, was excited to put on this nice dress and shit. And I was, <laughs> I was eating this octopus. And we got this nice mm. ass fish. And I'm like, you know what? This is just a perk because I am blessed. 
I am just going to enjoy this. I could have done it myself, but you know what? Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm not gonna say anything to fuck this up because if I ruin this dick, that's a 15 minute Uber away. It's my own fault. That's my mm. 15 minute Uber away at 4 a.m. Otherwise, the GWB be a fucking mess, and then I'd be like, damn, 42 minutes. 42 yeah. minutes versus 15 minutes. If it's if it's during you traffic is a, crazy. across the GWB, right? Oh my, it's all the trucks. It's mm-hmm. where everyone goes when they're doing the truck routes and shit. So I'll literally be in standstill traffic. Can Literally, you take public transportation? No, no, not, not to not, not into Jersey and not no. and there's no train that goes across Bronx. This is the Cross Bronx Expressway. Yes, like fuck, but yeah, and then yeah, that's the, like it's just amazing. Today's episode is brought to you by Stitcher's new podcast, The Secret Lives of Black Women. It's all about black women striving to live their best lives, trying not to lose their minds or be in constant rage during the process. During each episode, the hosts Sharla and Lauren overshare their personal experiences on everything from sex, politics, to meditation, and how those things have either helped or hurt their journey to joy. The ladies invite on a luminary, a black woman they look up to, who's inspired them to share their own experiences on the show with them. Search for The Secret Lives of Black Women in your podcast app and check out their first episode. It's out right now. Hit subscribe so that you don't miss it. Thanks so much, Secret Lives of Black Women. Let's get back to the show. We're going to go ahead and get into our horrible <laughs> decision this week. Um, again, I'm excited. So we are going to pretty much be discussing um, not only poly dating, but having sexual, um, multiple sexual partners while having an STD that is whether curable or not curable, but how to have the conversation, how you bring it up, um, how to feel less shame about mm-hmm. it yes. um, and to realize that we you know we live in a world where shit happens um, so again do you want to go through I mean is that is that an okay way to no, that is really, the truth. It, shit it happens fact, because yeah. it can happen to anybody it really can none of us are immune to anything yes we're yeah. not yes. period I mean unless you got there are sh- shots that can help you but no, it's just the assumption that you could be the <laughs> safest person ever you know right. what I mean yeah like, it's just a lie right or or even the assumption and, and I'll say I I not that I hated that you said it, but I also don't like the idea that we as free-spirited women associate, damn, I, I know I should catch something because I'm doing this. True. We I should agree. also eliminate the stigma that just because I have multiple sex partners doesn't make me any less clean or less dirty than yes. someone who's I mean, who's they own, say that people that are more actively single are generally getting tested more frequently. Exactly. The same with sex workers. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we yes. shame them this, and they yes. get tested every 90 and days yeah. or every... Porn stars, yeah. sex workers. Every I mean, months, people yeah. that are more frequent with sex, which the irony of this, um, I hate to put these bitches out there, but when I was working in an office, mm-hmm. so many girls would come to me about the STDs that they got mm-hmm. from just a happy hour that they mm-hmm. met a guy at. Meanwhile, they're looking at me like I'm out here itching my pussy and I'm like, no, ma'am. But what's, what's crazy <laughs> is that was actually one of the questions that was sent in as well. Not only when I discussed sex clubs, but when we, when we went to hedonism, mm-hmm. people were like, you weren't scared you was going to catch something because those people out there be like, and it's just like people when you're here. in this lifestyle yeah. and you are having as much sex as you are, uh, nine times out of 10, you're more in tune with your body. Mm-hmm. You know when something's itching and bitch, it wasn't itching the yep. day before. Yep. You know your smells more because you're in tune with your body more. You please, not only do you please yourself more, but you're interacting with people where yes. you know when your body ain't right. I was reading something about uh, chlamydia recently that said, they like compared it to a UTI. So like obviously yeah. some STDs you won't have any symptoms, mm-hmm. but people were saying they could feel immediately like 
Yeah, I am, hours, I'm that yeah. person. I'm very sensitive mm-hmm. and I can feel when anything is slightly off. Like I, my first time I go, my not my first, my third time going to a party, um, I was just having way too much like sex and I didn't have my lube on me and I was like it was like it was over there it was within reach but I just didn't want to get it I was like I'm in the moment this is so great spit on it and like the next day <laughs> I'm literally coconut oiling it up and I'm like it didn't make a difference because sure enough I got BV the next day which is again not an STD because it's just an imbalance in your pH right. but because of the scarring that I was experiencing Chasing I was just like yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like this is not right and I'm like back to the doctor and I was like you know what this is? I'm like oh, again. I'm like this is bullshit. But yeah, essentially it happens. Like BV you know your is body. A thing that can happen to anybody, bro. Yes. BV can happen. Like <laughs> yeah. that's why when I was on vacation this weekend, oh they was laughing at me because we would jump in and out of the pool, and I said, oh let me go change. Let me go get my. Change. I, oh, exactly. I ain't sitting moist, nigga. That's for UTIs too. UTIs, yeah. yeast infections, yeah. BV. All of those can Bruh. literally, if you're in a swimsuit, so long. prone yeah. to that. Shit. Or if you're using and different so, soaps, because so, I'm a class passer. Different soaps. Yep. And me every too. time I go to gyms, I'm like, oh ex- exhale this gym that gym and I'm just like something doesn't feel right and it's like um how about you just use dove how about so you now stick to the carry, same so i carry yep. the same soap with me everywhere i go like just i can't even so, use different soaps. so you're you're now dating polly yes what does that mean to you how, what is your because right. we've, we've had different ti- yeah, we've had fine. different um people who have been on the show who identify as polly yeah but yet there's there's still different ways in how yes. you can have a polyamorous relationship yes. so can you explain so yours? for me so on the heels before i became before i took a hiatus of dating in general um it was, I was more non-monogamous where I was just like, if I met you and I liked you, I told you my status, you're okay with that, I had sex with you. And then it was a person I was seeing that it was just dry. Like, the sex was great, but the con- there was no conversation, was, there was nothing, it was just sex. And I was like, this is not fun for me. And then so I re, I, after my hiatus, I came back and I was like, I want a connection. I want to be able to talk to you and like you and like do things with you and go on dates with you and actually enjoy your company right. and have <clears> you support me and like and be in my life in a, a more significant way. I'm looking for that right and now that, too. And that essentially became the poly part of it. Okay. Where I forced that first before non-monogamy where one of the partners that I'm seeing right now, we've been dating since, I want to say February. We just had sex last week. Oh, wow. And so we were just were dating and having great conversations and just being with each other and each other's company. But we just recently had sex. So it was like the conversation and the connection is primary. The sex is the bonus. Okay. So that's what it means for me. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And so how... Have you, um, over the last 10 years, with your new partners, um, with being with in, in this poly relationship now, mm-hmm. how do you introduce to the partner your status? Yeah. So it really, I, again, when I came back into the dating scene, I did a, ex, I did a bunch of different things. I was on dating apps again. Mm-hmm. And so on Tinder, I actually put it on my profile. I did oh, also, wow. yeah, I put on my t- profile on Tinder and on Hinge, and two of the guys that I'm still seeing are from Tinder. And what did, so what did it say on, um, what, yeah, what did you say on your dating I, profile? I delete, did I delete it? Let me see if I can find it. But, um, yeah, it pretty much states that I'm non-monogamous, poly- polyamorous, non-monogamous, and herpes positive. On and your dating profile? On her profile? dating yeah. profile, yes. Go ahead, bitch. She said on Hinge and on Tinder? Tinder. Yeah. yeah. And she said two of her partners she actually found? Yeah, on, on both on the app. Yeah, did they have it as well? No, all of my partners actually are HCV negative. Wow. Yeah, and they just. And so what is it? Is it them educating themselves? Is, is it you making them feel comfortable? What what it's a what's that dialogue? Yeah, it's a combination of both because a lot of people will assume that <laughs> it's tag your it, tag you have it, and it's and it and the reality is it can be that easy and it can be not that easy too. <laughs> right. Because right. I've dated of all the people that I've been with, my longest partner of. I want to say I met him when I was 18 and we just recently stopped having sex like last year because I just got tired of the shit. So he wasn't good enough for me anymore. He's still negative. 
So okay. it's very possible to live a long, healthy life and be with someone who's negative and never transmit the virus. But you just got to be really careful and really in tune with your body. Is You're that because you have to have an outbreak for... No, you don't. You So you are 100% contagious when you're having an outbreak. Then there is levels of shedding where like you the, don't the have an outbreak That's at all, you but you can the transmit skin. the virus, okay. which is why a lot of people contract it. And all, the only way of knowing if you had the virus, if you've never been tested for it, um, if you don't have any symptoms, is to be tested. Right. But a lot of times they don't want to test for HSV or HSV1 or HSV2. And a lot of people, especially people with cold sores, don't consider it contagious. But right. a lot of there's a rise on genital herpes type 1. I eat from cold source because of course, but that's also just from sharing bottles. Like I, no, no, skin to skin. It's only skin. It's very rare that like a person would have to be having an active outbreak and then pass it. Like it'd have to like cut their lip or open up the wound of like the virus and then like it'd be on the surface for it to be happening. So y'all niggas can still pass them soggy ass blunts then, I guess. (laughs) Yes, yeah, they can. That that's not an issue as long as they're not having an active outbreak and or not shedding. But again, you don't know if you're shedding or not, so it's like. So mm. my question now is as. Like, Weezy and I, again, just got back from hedonism. Mm -hmm. We didn't have sex there, but it was, like, an open space to have sex. And I do frequent sex clubs. Now, I'll say in the times that I've been to sex clubs, um, of course, there's condoms everywhere. Mm -hmm. But there hasn't been a conversation of status or someone coming to me saying, hey, I have this. Do you still Mm want to have sex? You know, so what is your conversation like in the setting of a sex club? (laughs) With Because, girl, I don't know. Yes. So I went to... Caligula. That was was the first club I went to. And so prior to actually going into the party, I went to on Reddit and I went on Facebook to ask people in that poly community how would they feel about a person in my situation actually going into there. Oh, okay. So I did like a little bit of research and they were like, Yeah, I wanted to be as I wanted to be as honest as possible. Like if they're saying if you read the guidelines, none of them ever say you can't come if you have an SCD. No, they don't. So it's just like, okay. So I asked and they're like, just be honest and just disclose. One person gave me the advice to get there early so I can socialize and feel less stressed out about like engaging. And I was like, okay, that works for me so I ended up going to the party I sat at the bar and I ended up speaking to one guy and I told him my status and he was like okay thank you for telling me again there's a lot of thank you for telling me or I'm sorry you're dealing with that conversation but I'm just like it happens I'm a human being I fuck we all do right it is what it is and eventually he was like so I would like to go upstairs with you and I'm like okay let's go and we use a condom and I ate some pussy while I was up there he had sex with me and it was like great you know my oh, area wow. of affliction is down here so anything I can do with my mouth is no, never a uh, risk to any, any of my partners so that's why right. I, I'm o- open to eating and sucking versus like I have to talk to you before we actually engage now, I will. I wanted to mention like she said that it doesn't say that you can come in if you have an STD yeah. I went to one sex party um, where you had to email your pictures before and stuff like mm-hmm. that and they did ask for a photo of your ID and then your results. Like, it had to be within a 45-day window. Mm. Um, and what I found interesting is to check the ID and, like, send the results to make sure it's the same name. Like, I liked that they did that. I yeah. thought it was dope. And then I think that they were talking about herpes. So, you know how, like, have you ever looked at your results and seen how it'll say less than a certain percent? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were yes. showing the weight. Like, what mm-hmm. kind of percentage you can have. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, because essentially the idea is that everybody has some form of it. If you have chicken uh-huh. pox, I think you've had a form I think of herpes eight, in your life. There's a total eight of different eight types. different types. Yes. And so that's also why they're not tested because... All of us hold at least one strain of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have had chicken pox growing up. Yes. Like it's just especially if you're a nineties baby or before. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think chicken pox is a thing now. 
um, with the with the younger kids. But it turns kids. into shingles as adults, right? As older people, right? Older, older. But a lot of us who were born in either um, the early '90s or before, that was a common thing. At some yes. point, you get chicken pox, and then mm-hmm. you can't go to school. And then once it's all over and all the sores are off, you, you know, you yeah. get back to class. That's right. Um, so I guess, I guess I'm trying to think how I would respond to someone telling me that. But I also think that. This goes to what we were saying earlier. When you are open to these lifestyles, mm-hmm. so the swinging lifestyles, the sex clubs, mm-hmm. I don't think shame is as attached to STDs as someone who's a little bit more closed-minded. Yes. Um, because I'm not going to lie, I was talking to this guy, fine as hell, and we were going through what we liked in the bed, and I brought up like kinks and things that I was into. Um, and of course, I brought up pegging, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh yeah, nah, I don't think I could fuck you now because if you if if you fucked a nigga that let you peg them, that means he fucks with guys, and if he no. fucks with guys, that means I don't know what you got type shit." And I was like, "You think because <laughs> literally this was our conversation, and it nigga plays football, just a mm. little." And I was just like, we literally had to get into the conversation. I said, so this is me opening what I'm saying to you, but you don't think that you dealing with a woman who's casually fucking, you think she knows everything that those men have done Mm -hmm. and everything that the women that they've done have done. Like to be so close minded when I'm telling you, it's like it, it, it really amazes me. Like the people Mm -hmm. who aren't in this lifestyle, how close minded they are, but to even still associate diseases back to gay men. I watched a conversation go down. Like a few weeks ago in Miami where there was three people at the table next to me. I was not with these people. And I guess the girl brought a gay friend. And so there was two men at the table and a girl. Okay. This is the context. I just hear her saying like, wow, my nigga, like you don't fucking know shit about him. Like, like you worried about a fucking sip of a drink. Are you serious? I guess the dude maybe took a sip of something. And she was like, I'm the one who's a fucking bottle girl. I'm probably more liable to have shit than him. And I was no, like, in real oh. life, in real life. <laughs> and, 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 that shit was so funny. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, and, and this is no shade to like bottle girls or entertainment industry, but like, seriously though, it's like. The avenue that men meet women in, which is semi-sex industry when it's Mm -hmm. stripping or things like that. But, like, such a stigma on gay men, such a freak out, such a Mm -hmm. inner homophobia. Like, I understand that it's more rampant. But still, like, if your odds are that you're going to get something with a bitch, either way, you think it's because I strapped up? Yeah. Yeah, it's Dumb. Dumb. Or the idea that whoever you're fucking you're aware of their entire sexual history and everyone that they've fucked. So the fact that he literally went from, oh, you're into this, and one of the guys, like, a a nigga actually let you do this to him, that means he's been with men, and now that means, I don't know if I can have sex with you because now you're attached to that. And, like, I think I was, like, 22, 23, and he didn't have any more condoms. I spent the night at his house, and I was like, oh, well, like, can we go get one somewhere? And he was like, yo, honestly, he's like, I haven't been fucking with nobody. He was like, the girl I talked to was like, she a little secretary. She don't be, she don't be out here. Oh, that the niggerness. The, the niggerness. The, the arrogance of literally mess with no one else. I had and to, I, was, I had to cancel somebody a couple of months ago because of the same shit. I'm just like. You're like whatever you think that because again in the lifestyle he was like yo I, and I asked him I was like look, just did you use a condom with her he's like that's not your business I'm like excuse yes, me it is. It's wait my wait wait business. wait 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 yes you were dealing with somebody yes he had sex with someone else yes and you asked him if he used a condom yes and he said that it wasn't your business yes yes but he still wanted to continue having sex with you yes and had an ex girlfriend who cheated on him. 
Like it was just like so your chick that so nigga we know your intuition ain't too good anyway. So so that's my thing too. And I think it's something that uh, for everyone listening, I think this is very important that when you are having sex with someone, mm-hmm. specifically in a non-monogamous fashion, yes. although maybe you feel like you can't be questioned because you guys are not in a relationship, it's you're 100% valid that I ask you about anything that you're doing with somebody else in in to protect myself. Yes. And you should be open enough. If I know you're having sex with other people, be completely honest with me about what you're doing when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Like we know we're fucking other people. That's yes. fine. But yes, it is my business if you're out here fucking people raw and now you're coming to me and you potentially want to fuck me raw because now no, not going to happen. Precisely. Right. Right. Not going to happen. So, yeah, I'm glad that you told him. Yeah, like, I had to shut the shit down. And he got upset with me. And then again, again, with the backflash, he was like, well, you're the you're the you're the most dangerous one out of all of them. I'm like, wait, oh, wait, wait, yes, wait, bitch. bitch yes. Wait. Let, let us yes. call him. Wait. <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> I had to read him all of his rights. I'm saying you're the guy <laughs> who had your dick in two different females within the last two months. I haven't had raw sex in almost two and a half, three years. Yeah. So you need to get all of your shit checked out. I said, we're not going to go back and forth on this. If I see you, I think you don't fucking know me but going But here's forward. the truth, though. Your transparency is such a admirable thing because, let's be real. A if lot of people don't. What if they didn't have an outbreak and they're like, mm, well, I'll just tell them. I'm not going to tell them because it's not there. It's funny. Yeah. I was actually telling um, Vincent because we were out in the lobby um, waiting on the studio and we were having this conversation just about people admitting to it mm-hmm. and people not. And I have... You know, a friend that I know who million followers does yeah. all this and has herpes and decides yeah. not to disclose at all well, to any of her partners. Why well, not? Well, a lot of well, I can answer I'm, that because I was when I first was diagnosed, I was very well in that I don't know if I should disclose because again, I was told I didn't have to disclose unless I was serious, which a lot of doctors are oh, still telling people that. Really? Yes, because they feel that condoms and using Valsaclavir or H, Valtrex, whatever, minimizes the risk to so. sew. If you're having casual one here, casual one there, the probability of you passing it is highly unlikely. However, if you're having one person consistently seeing them all the time, it may become more transmissible. Whether or not that's here or there, there are doctors who are telling people, well, you don't have to tell them you're serious. And the fact that they wow. don't test for it so, and all of these stuff, that is a lot of it. So when I was first diagnosed, I didn't, other than knowing people who had serious like oral, oral herpes, those are people who I asked, and I said, well, how do you date with this virus? Because at that moment, I knew it was the same thing. I right. didn't, however, know about shedding, which is when you can transfer virus without having any symptoms. So there was a part of my mind that did not know that if, unless that, I only knew that if I had an outbreak, I was contagious. Other than that, I thought I was fine. So I did, for a period of time, have sex without telling my partners until we became in a relationship. And luckily, I had a good experience with it. I was going to say, they yeah. received it fine? Yeah, they received it fine. They understood, and again, they understood why I didn't tell. Because a lot of times, you'll get judged by it immediately, rather than, and especially depending on how you deliver the information. A lot of times, it's like, oh, oh my God, I, I have herpes. Do you still want to be with me? Versus an educated conversation about, I have herpes. This is how it's transmitted. You may have it. This is the, and all of the things, a lot more people are susceptible to understanding it right. once they know especially, all the realities of it. Especially when you don't come shaming yourself on it. Exactly. Like it's such a bad thing. I'm going to die because I of know it. you know. I don't know. I'm, me is, I'm a firm believer in the power of choice. Mm-hmm. And I think once you take someone's choice away, yes. which is yeah. why, you know, you putting it on your dating profile, it's, to me, it's a lot, but yeah. I also get why you do it. Yeah. now Let's get it out the way. Yeah. Because a lot of it, and a lot of it tied into how I was dating before, where because I didn't tell them at first and I told them eventually, there was a guilt 
of me staying there because I didn't get the initial choice. Even though they didn't contract it later on, I didn't want to leave because I was also afraid of going back out there starting all over again. And I didn't want to keep having to do this conversation over and over yeah. again. So I stayed in relationships that I shouldn't have stayed in. I didn't disclose immediately. And then once I found out there were like forums and like people who, they were like communities of these people, then I found out that shedding was a thing. And I was like, holy shit. And then that's when I changed my tune to be, okay, I need to tell people from the beginning so it gives them so a choice. So you may have got it from shedding. Yeah. yeah I need to no. tell them. I need to be honest with them. Do you know who you got them. it from? Yeah, my ex who I was dating for. Yeah. She was oh, in a relationship. Right. Yeah. 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 That's Fuck very sense. interesting. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes. Free daily rewards. Over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead. I, uh, I I love this talk. And if you guys want to continue the conversation in the comments, if you guys have any um, stories of your own that you would like to share about dating with any sort of STD and how you came about with having that conversation, we would love to hear it. We're going to get into our home mail real quick. Um, and it is titled Sexual Mental Block. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for what you do. I have been listening to you guys for about a year. I am one of your proud 27 white girl listeners. I need your <laughs> advice. I started dating a new Come guy. On, Sarah. You know, <laughs> I started dating a new guy about a month ago. He's great. I'm totally falling for him. Totally sexy. And we have sexual fun together when we're partying. But when it's just us, I'm having trouble getting aroused and climaxing. I don't have arousal problems usually, and I'm very attracted to him. When I think about him by myself, I get aroused. When I think of him with other women when we are together, I get aroused. But I just can't seem to get fully aroused naturally. I think it's because I like him so much and think he's so damn cute. He still makes me nervous and gives me butterflies. He's a fair-haired, blue-eyed, tall drink of water <laughs> that I want to be able to fuck as long as I can. I know it's mental, but I'm having trouble overcoming it. I feel as time goes on and I get more comfortable with him, it will go away. I don't want to continue thinking about him with other women because of the whole sex magic thing. I did that with my ex and he went off and cheated. Not sure if it's related, but I don't want to risk it with this one. I'll think about it until I'm ready to come. Till I'm ready to come, then stop and focus on him, hoping that we will deter any sex magic from working. Anyway, what do you guys suggest that would help me? We do watch porn together, and that does help. I don't want to always watch porn, though, to have sex. Are there any stimulant products that don't feel like menthol on the clit? Please 
any advice you can offer. I really like this guy. Sincerely frustrated. So when I read this, I'm getting the the idea that she's associating arousal with being wet. Because she's asking for stimulators. Mm -hmm. She said she gets aroused after watching porn. And she's asking for any type of products. Um, So she really likes him. She wants to have sex. Do you guys have any sort of maybe conversation or anything that she can do in order to feel more comfortable and be aroused with him? I'm not like a super, super wet person until like in the middle of sex. That's the truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and I used to get super insecure about it because scissors is like fucking super soaker. And like it's... (laughs) It's, it's a sexy-ass turn-on, but, like, I'm just not that way. It takes me more time. So, generally, my partners always give me head for first. Mm-hmm. Or, even though I am aroused, like, and they'll know I'm aroused, like, I do get wet at some point. Like, when I mean wet, I mean crazy wet. Not, like, yeah. an uncomfortable dry, but I'm just right. not, like, soaked. Um, I'll be real. The times that I'm the most wet, and this is just diet speaking, is when I'm drinking a lot of water. I know it sounds really basic, but, like... Seriously, like it, it makes a difference. Yeah, I've even is. tracked it. Um, and then I take women's daily vitamins and probiotics and that gets me more wet too. Because the daily vitamins, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it helps. I'm sorry we didn't research this before. Yeah. But on some real shit, I'm telling you water and vitamins really help yeah. me with um, that. To, to me, something that has gotten me um, more aroused with someone that maybe I wasn't aroused with. And you're saying that you like him a lot. So I know we've talked about, you know, the idea of even shaming on not talking about sex too soon mm-hmm. or coming across as overly sexual because you don't want to look like a hoe or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. <laughs> I would say that it may help you become more aroused with him alone if you maybe play with that idea more. So sexting him and letting him know you can't wait for y'all to be together um, and just maybe opening up more about the intimacy and sex that you want with just him. Not when you're out in the club and you're grinding on him and now you're so aroused because you're having a good time, but literally leading up to the sex where you two will just be alone, maybe start playing with it more, texting yeah. him about it, becoming more comfortable with the idea of sex just with him. Yes. Not that I not and not making it seem like, oh my God, I know he fucks and he's so sexy, but him with another woman, oh that turns me on. Mm-hmm. No, I think the idea of you having sex with him needs to turn you on just as much. Exactly. So, I mean being present in the moment like is a big deal. I always try to compare things. I think I said it yesterday when we were sitting with Asante and a girl asked a question. How would you feel if you knew that other person had to get off about you? With someone else. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it could be sexy, but, like, knowing that you're not enough, like, how would that make you feel? Like, I think it's a good practice to try to engage with that person at one time. Not in terms of monogamy, but just, like, being present with that person and appreciating them for what they have. Because I would be so upset mm-hmm. if I I'm knew that. I'm not going to lie. Me too. And so the yeah. idea that... It, like, and, and that's not to shame and, her. And, and, no, but I would say that's also something you might not want to let him know, that you get aroused at the idea of him with someone else, but you don't get aroused at the idea of yourself with him because that could also just be an insecurity with yourself. Yeah. And I think so. that, that that is that what you're gauging yeah, from that too? I feel that way too about that because I mean I've I've there have been cases where I'm just not fully there with the partners and it's just yeah I just I don't know I would, is it insecurity if it turn, it's not like she's feeling jealous she likes it. Right she's not jealous yeah. but maybe she might feel like she's not enough she knows that he's a tall glass of Aquafina, or she did mention wants that. him and likes the idea of people wanting him. It's like the, yeah, is a thing that turns. Now on, I but- will be real. I do get off heavily when knowing that like bitches want to fuck the nigga I'm with. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna lie. The the <laughs> niggas that like I fuck with like we get turned on by seeing videos of us with other people. So like mm-hmm. anytime I'm about to have sex, like there's probably like three niggas on my phone specifically. Like they'll ask me, hey. 
have you fucked lately? Did you record it? Like, and they'll want to see me with other men. And then the same, like vice versa. They'll literally, I'll be literally walking to the train and I'll get a fucking video of another bitch sucking a <laughs> dick. I love it. Like, so that turns us yeah, on seeing each Jesus. other with other people, but also like we get excited because we do still want to see each other yeah. and commit together, but we are both turned on as well by knowing we're fucking other people. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah, I know, it, 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 it makes sense. sense. Yeah, because me and the guy, I'm, another guy that I'm dating, he's my primary now. We're like talking about when we go to the next party and I'm because I met him at a party and who'd have thought that I would have met someone I'm dating at a sex party? Whatever. You know, but, um, we would have thought. You know, I mean, we yeah, thought. I didn't think that. I'm like, I'm just going to, just for sex, and that's what it's going to be. And then it's like, I like you and we get along and we having great But not sex. only that, to like someone and then to know that they're also like in the same life. Same shit. Like sex like, style. I, like, I want to yeah. make sure we all know and understand we have not been taught right. We have yeah. been listening yeah, to I other know. women for years tell us like how they got where they got to and they're older and they're mm-hmm. in a different era. Yes. A lot of yes. people do need sex first sometimes yeah. before I the feeling I said that. I said that. I need to verify like, this. Sex to me like that's that. that's a huge bit of chemistry when, when I'm dating. I feel like mm-hmm. I need to be not only aroused by you mentally but sexually. For, yeah. Sex is a big thing to me and I don't want to feel like I have to go to somebody else to get what you can't do. Relationships can happen from anything and anyone, any kind of situation. And I think like... Yeah, my ex, I fucked his brother first. Hey. What? I talked about it on the show. I know you did, I know. I I wasn't Who would have thought we were together? And then the brothers ended up Counting me as part of the family. I'm very much a test drive before you drive kind of girl. I need yeah, to agree. You know what? Not exactly, but I mean, same bloodline. Yeah, like, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So um, I guess um, before we get out of here, if you can let our listeners know, because you do have a Facebook support group mm-hmm. and then you also write a blog with your experiences. Yes. So if you can let our listeners know maybe where they can reach out to you and where yes. they can open up and share more of their experiences, because yes. I know this is going to be an episode that I hope takes shame away from those who are fighting with this right now. Yes. Maybe people who are not telling their partners and maybe they want to really get the courage to open up about mm-hmm. their status. Mm-hmm. Um, where can they find all of all right. goodies. So my information is on my Instagram is Carolyn Tony. That's it. Um, <laughs> the way you spell, and yeah. my name is she C- said no underscore. Well, we're gonna spell her name in the title. Yes. Yeah, we'll put and it. then my blog is Tales of Tony, like story tales. And then there are many support groups there. Um, if you go on Facebook, if you just type in herpes support group, there are like four or five of them. Oh, okay. There are ones for like people who want to date people of color. There are um, also um, meetup groups in person, and also Reddit subgroups. I'm a part of a lovely group called Love Profound via the app Meetup, and it's run by um, a girl by her name is Deb and she we meet up once a month in Harlem and we just have conversations and everybody can come and it's a clear space where you can talk about oh yeah, wow yeah, yeah she's amazing I like that yeah. and, and this then, is the, and this is locally so yeah, if you are yeah. in New York um, definitely again reach out to her and yeah. just to have that support system mm-hmm. and know that other people are going through what you're going through yes, you're not alone. I think that that's why this podcast has definitely um, been the success that it has because mm-hmm. we've created a space where you don't have to feel weird or abnormal yes. or like you're the only person. People There's are getting so shit on. People. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah. that's like literally <laughs> how. No, wait, literally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about literal shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, how weird can I, can I, I okay. Okay. Come on now. Well, okay. no, they're doing it for fun too. You eat shit. They're doing it for fun too. I mean, I don't eat it. I'll like, I lick ass, but I don't literally eat Bro, I didn't say you. Oh, I thought you were saying I eat shit. I'm like, I just licked the, I just licked the gooch. Bye, bro. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't literally eat shit. I oh, I thought you was throwing shade at me licking ass. 
Oh, my no. bad. We all I be do down it. there like, ooh. I just recently started. I just so. told a nigga I want him to record right. me while I lick his ass. Ooh. So that I've never done though. before. Bro, that so, is what? the video that like. No, it better never go nowhere. It's going to be on my phone, <laughs> yeah. bitch. And I'm not like I want it on my phone because these iClouds, the way shit's set up nowadays. <laughs> I feel like there's Pack. levels to nudes that can leak that are like, like I, I sent this nude to just like neck and down casual oh, sex I have partners. It's a wrap. And I was like, you know what? I don't all the way trust these niggas, but this ain't bad. No, but that's not that's a nude. You have though. panties on. It's a good nude. Damn, that camera's facing me, ain't it? <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, uh, remember this minute, Mark, before my titties end up on the on the tube, um, and not the you. Titties, titties count as a nude. Yes, you could walk in in Times yeah, Square with your titties out. I, look, me and her are both yeah. like, oh, that's are not you really telling me right now that tits aren't fucking nudes, bro? You have your nipple on Instagram. Um, one nipple, and it's <laughs> nipples are allowed to bro, I'm done. <laughs> just one. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Anywho. Um, thank you guys. The nipples are allowed um, to be exposed. Before we get out of here, I want to shout out to everyone who's sitting at their desk and not. Because, bitch, Weezy oh. want to get on me when I tell y'all y'all be at y'all desk. I got to go back so to my desk. everybody who don't even got a job, <laughs> shout out to y'all hoes. Um, I do want to shout out, I guess we have truck drivers that listen to us as well. So shout out to them. Shout out to um, you guys who are watching us on YouTube. But our biggest shout out, of course, is to our patrons. I am the- a patron. Shout out to you. What's Thank your Patreon you. name? Oh, Carolyn Tony. Yeah. Look, see, probably, <laughs> maybe. Got, I came to the Horrible Show too. The one Which one? Which one? Oh. The one in New York where you have Gotham. 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 Yeah, Gotham. Oh, yep, I was there. That was one of my fun favorite of shows. It was, so it was fun. 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 It was so much fun. It was just you see, like, let them know they have a good time. Yes, we going you'll on tour have an amazing time. Make sure you bring your ass. Yeah. Yes, and, and bring your homegirls because the bitches be ready to fuck after. Just know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that show, and people always say, like, what makes a good show? Why, why I, is this I don't a know. Good it's show? the energy. This, it's yeah. energy. It's energy. When that people, was what, like, respond. That, DC, and the first LA show, those were, like, my favorite shows mm-hmm. of last tour. But we're hitting 16 cities next. We're going to drop Woo-hoo. those dates later. Yeah, we're everywhere next um, coming up. But, again, shout out to the patrons for supporting us. As always, um, you guys are getting four episodes a month every Monday we're here but if you are all caught up and this isn't enough horseshit for you we drop three bonus episodes a month and you have the opportunity to receive merch for our top tier patrons um, Weezy is sending out sweatshirts we have t-shirts and we're doing coffee mugs now so we can actually be on your desk at work or in your car or just at your house for y'all who don't have a job who don't have a desk <laughs> I would love God to damn know it, Weezy. she's like why do you think everyone sits at a desk and I'm like bitch I think these hoes be paying there for our Creative freelancers. Oh, those two. There's a woman who works for the MTA that yeah. um told me that she listens to the show. That's okay. not a desk. Okay, so shout out to yeah. y'all who don't Too have strange. a desk. Um, you ain't got one no more, bitch. I, I made one at my house with that two don't, monitors. Do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> with I, two I, I monitors, set up my not shit one, like two. I'm still an accountant at work, bitch. I got two monitors. I got my laptop. I got a little squiggle chair. I got my drawers, bitch. I even got file cat like the file folders, bitch. I I feel like I'm still an accountant, bitch. Legit. I be in my account like let me. Move this screen over here right here pull up a spreadsheet <laughs> oh bitch I'll be having it all going anywho uh, as always we're gonna leave y'all with a five minute bonus clip from one of our patron episodes um, and if you think you like that shit and you wanna listen to the rest become a patron at patreon.com backslash horrible decisions if you think you like that shit I mean you will like it mm-hmm. but it is 18 and up so I know a lot of you guys go on to patreon and search us we won't show up because we are an 18 plus content platform so it is patreon.com backslash horrible decisions again we're gonna leave you with a clip for that and as always um i don't know if it's monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday but have a rest of 
<laughs> a whole ass week, I guess. You have a rest of a, a whole rest ass of a whole ass week. week. Get you some dig, get you some pussy, Amen. or both. Um, and again, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Peace. Bye. It's bonus beach. Hey guys, happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Monday. I uh, ran into a girl on the train who told me, "You guys always say happy Monday, and I actually." I'm a truck driver and listen to you guys on a binge. She's like, she listens to like eight or ten episodes in one. Well, bitch, yo bad. Shit. I was like, oh. Will well, we drop on happy Monday? Day. I, right. Okay. So we're going to start doing that then. Happy day. <laughs> Smash. Happy, happy day of the week. Whatever time y'all listening to us. Do we get the most listens on Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Okay. The most on Monday when we drop. They be waiting, bitch. Y'all, you know, because if we late, we've only been late like four, maybe three times the entire, in the two and a half years that we've had this podcast. And bitch, if we're late, we're like, bitch, they waiting on the episode. So Monday is our most listened to day. Um, I want to thank all of you guys. Um, well, happy day. Yeah. We've gotten into the rhythm of posting our bonus episodes on Monday. So now you guys are getting two episodes in a day so I can get how maybe they only listen to one and then maybe the second so one another day. So technically you can't get mad that our episodes are only an hour because really you get dosed. Working on my Spanish because I'm going to Puerto Rico next weekend. Well, technically it's the week that you're listening to this, I guess. I'm still there. Like a fucking random trip I ended up taking like just random, but it's very random because so random. I didn't even know about it. I just told um, you I was gone from the 8th to the 12th. No, I found out from other people. I didn't even know about this. And I'm like, oh, well, that's nice that my co-host is going on a vacation that I wasn't aware of. You cool. found out that I was going to Puerto Rico? Yes. How from who? Because I am going to be a part of the Friend Zone live show and they wanted Horrible Decisions oh, a part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they all let me know that they were inviting you. I said, cool. Well, oh, I, I we've always want to support. Dates. So I was at the Black Lady Comedy Sketch um, screening. How Shout was out. It? it was super cute, super funny, super black. I loved it. Um, and when I was, does it start? Today. Uh, oh, sorry. August 2nd. It, it came out August 2nd. So if you have HBO, you can tune in. So I, we're literally getting drinks. I'm with Jade, Fran, and Asante. And they're like, yeah, so I guess it's just going to be you because Weezy's going to be in Puerto Rico on the 10th. And I said, she is? Bro. I said I was unaware of this, so I'm glad that you guys know know more about my co-host than I do because oh, I had no idea of this. Let me trip. show you where I'm going. So here's long story short. One of Rashida's friends rented this fucking house. I'm gonna post it so you guys can see it. I'll try to post as much as I can of it. It's fucking sick. It's a thousand dollars a night, ten bedrooms. Look at this house. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Like, but... Oh, God, we're going to see you naked in bikinis all fucking weekend. I mean, you know... We all know. But um, it's a... Scissors can't go, which is probably a good thing because we'd probably have sex the whole time. But there's just a bunch of bitches going. So I'm, I'm excited. That should be and, fun. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Um, And I'm starting improv classes. I am super nervous. I don't know what they're going to be like. No way. I hope not. I hope not. Mandy's showing me something, y'all. Nah, nah, nah. She gave the gift receipt. I hope I, it ain't. Listen, shout out. I just want to give, I just recorded, if you guys listened last week, shout out to, again, Brianna Cummings and Amanda Mendez, who are our patrons. Um, Amanda bought us a gift to the recording, and bitch, I just looked and saw the price tag, and I'm like, now, I know she rich. I know what she does for a living, but I'm just like, Sis, you didn't have to. 
Holy shit. Better not Thank you. fucking. I love, mind you, the last, the last guest we had on brought us shrooms. So at this point, I just feel like we get so many fucking random gifts from all of our guests. We've gotten sex toys, lingerie, books. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, holy fucking shit. Um, but, um, yeah, shout, really out, shout out to you guys. I haven't taken my shrooms yet, but I'm going to bring them to Puerto Rico. Me neither. So I, I want a good view. Well, Jade also told me, so... Make sure Jay maybe gave me some coconut weed shit. So make sure you can't take it when you're in Puerto Rico. I don't know how it goes with traveling with them bitches, but everyone that I've asked, I've talked to three people about it because I, I just did Jade and XD. So I brought them to do it with Jade. And she's like, listen, the only way you could take these shrooms is if you're in a good space. Right. So if you're in Puerto Rico and maybe you get into an argument, don't take them after. Like you, well, that's really you have any to be, drug. The only drug they say so it's like opiate, like if you take like a Xanax or marijuana, like, yeah, you can be in a bed because it'll just take you down. But any kind of drugs that are hallucinogens or psychedelics open up your other I chakras. I know, bro. She said, listen, you if, could you, go down she and said, go if you're stressed right now, if there's anything bothering you, do not take these shrooms until you are literally in an ecstatic, happy place. Because otherwise, you don't know what your trip will be. <laughs> The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is.